0: Hey, welcome to another episode of Out of Focus. Shamim is pouting right now because, to be honest, we threw together this recording really quick, and I forgot to s- route the sound for the theme song into our Zoom call, so he could he could hear it. So he's just pissed off on the other side. Hey, How you doing over there, buddy?
1: <laughs> I'm I'm in rage right now. Rage,
0: fucking rage, fucking rage. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because I forgot to put in the theme song for you. I heard it. It was great. You know, it was a great performance. Just excellent.
1: Just like always, but then I didn't get to hear it. I'm so sad. I, I
0: think it was better this time. Oh, yeah? And the live band played I,
1: sound better? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I hired a live band, gave them their charts, and said, get to work.
1: <laughs> that's good. That's good. Well, uh, now I don't have the same energy as always. Cause I don't have that song to like wake
0: me up. <laughs> wake me up before you go go. Uh, especially
1: today, I mean, we are recording later than ever.
0: Yes. And a late, late night, right? And a day work. early.
1: Yes, a day early, late night. Just came from work. Uh, Nick is drunk. Just saying.
0: <laughs> You're not my dad. <laughs>
1: Oh I'm not saying that's wrong i i i just sincerely believe it's gonna be higher quality
0: <laughs>
1: uh, how are I, you Nick like-
0: I, I, I am sober as a bird um uh i'm I'm doing okay I'm doing okay we um uh to be like just frank we 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 have a potential opening date for my work set up and it in a while, it's going to be uh, some time, but a day where we feel like it could be uh, safe to open under the crazy policies. And just to be honest, like just dealing with like working with talking with all the families and going through all the problems of what could happen and why and what's the safest way, because I'm on the l- level of where I work, where I make decisions that affect that for other people, you know uh has been a hell of a stressful week <laughs> to um. to to deal with but uh, i'm okay i'm doing okay i i feel like um i've really had to put into place like stuff that i usually don't have to do you know me uh i think pretty well and you know that i'm someone that even when i'm stressed i can most of the time keep a pretty level head and i i'm not one to like blow up or do you say, if I do, it's like in a bit. I'm doing a bit to blow, but like genuine anger uh, or like stress or frustration, I don't. But uh, I've seen a couple, I've seen a couple red flags this week pop okay. up in some of my yeah, interactions think, with people.
1: I don't think I have ever seen you actually angry. Like that's like, I'm, I mean, it's kind of those things that like I'm terrified of seeing it. Because like I know the kind of people is like that, but, like they never explode. But if they ever explode, it's going to be like the worst. But, I mean, I'm glad you didn't explode. You have, like, some red flags, but that doesn't mean you're exploding or anything, but... I mean, oh, oh, talking about like uh, our interaction. You're saying like, oh, you know me. Your wife sent me a picture of me looking at you from like an old putty and I decided to make it into a sticker for our like WhatsApp. That is like the, the way that I communicate the most because yeah. it's such a one of those memes that like you like you should stay with whoever looks at you the way whatever. And I was just like, yeah.
0: Wait, wait, that one that you shared in the WhatsApp. Wait, that was you looking at me. That
1: was me looking at you on the on the <laughs> the party that uh, Ryan made for like his like uh, housewarming when we were outside.
0: Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
1: and I'm just like looking at you like you are the biggest snack in this planet, and it's amazing.
0: <laughs> well now. You know, after this episode is posted, you're gonna have to share that. Oh, I'm definitely our, sharing it. I'm definitely sharing yeah.
1: that one. Yeah, 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 it's it's a it's a good picture. I love the picture, and it's just like, it's kind of weird, like to to look at me and like I saw the picture and I was like, I know exactly where where that was. When was it? What I was looking at, even though there's no clue. More than the way I was looking at, at at whatever I was looking at, but I knew it was you. That's like that's how <laughs> intense my love to you is, man.
0: Oh, <laughs> qué rico. Um, that, that's uh, that's funny. That's really fun. I, I really didn't, cause I saw uh, I saw the sticker you made, and I thought it was hilarious. And like people in that WhatsApp group that we're a part of, that are your friends, were like making a bunch of jokes that it was like directed you know, at me, because that's sort of a bit we have in that group already. But to know that that it was actually, no joke, (laughs) me.
1: It was actually no joke looking at you. That's like the craziest thing.
0: (laughs) That's really funny. Uh, Yeah, so that means, like, we've got to start a a sort of challenge to anyone who listens to this show. You've got to find and post what is it that you look at that way. That amount of, of love. What is it? What is it for you? And it
1: could be like, I don't know, Oreo cheesecake or your spouse. Like, we don't care. We don't judge. Like, I will look at that as an Oreo cheesecake, by the way. You know how much I love an Oreo cheesecake.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. You will wreck it.
1: Uh, That was, that was actually the cake that your wife got me for my birthday when we did the party at your house.
0: Oh yes, and one, I a remember. A single
1: slice of it, and everyone was looking at me while I was eating it. It was so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> well, and
0: if, if I remember correctly, and during that time when we got to the part where you're eating it, everybody's watching you eat it, eat it, and then you begin dancing around the apartment while I jumped on my piano and played accompanying music for you <laughs> to dance around the room. <laughs>
1: Uh, we're a duo that's us (laughs) yeah absolutely that's amazing so i have a question for you i i know that i know that you watch um what is it south park like every night right like when you're going to sleep like you like you told me like
0: uh yeah i don't do that as much anymore but it it was like a tradition for a long time (laughs) that i fell asleep watching south park yeah
1: that's amazing. So I, I have actually never seen South Park more than the episode or two that I've seen to find the references that you were making. Those are the only times that I actually watched it. And I okay. believe I've seen like a little piece of like one of the movies, like the part in where Saddam Hussein and the Satan are in the same place or something like that, <laughs> because someone shared it with me and it's like, Oh, you're going to relate to these. I'm like, go oh, fuck yourself. Uh, yeah. But uh, those are good. So back home, we have like a, There's like The Simpsons Are a big thing A big Gigantic thing Like I think They're bigger In the Spanish Speaking community Than they were Ever in English Like to anyone Like I know People that know Every single line From every episode And we're talking A show that has been For like almost 31 years by now And Mm -hmm. I know people That know it by heart Like every single episode and there was a challenge that they had back home, which was from one like Simpsons episode. Because someone made this video and it was actually hilarious. It was this girl just, just she just opens the window of her apartment in a building, and she she says to the camera like, "I'm gonna see how cool my neighborhood is, and let's see if I can live here." And then she just yells the word "millhouse," like millhouse right and then someone in the neighborhood answers with the line from that episode like they knew the whole thing and it was like an Mm -hmm. automatic bit made by these neighbors without even seeing each other so it became a thing to just yell the word "Millhouse" and see like I don't know if you know the, the, the lines and I don't know if it's like even the same line in English but in Spanish it goes like uh, then the translation will be like Milhouse and then the other person like Milhouse will answer what and then said uh, Homer will say like, oh, tell Bart to come back home and then uh, Milhouse will be like, oh, I think he is at uh, someone's house. I can't remember who. And then he's like, who's that person? Like, Homer doesn't even know who's that person. But they made this whole bit, like, going like, Milhouse. And the other person, que? Dile que venga a casa. And then, like, oh, like, esta la casa de whatever. And it was so amazing. And then I realized, like, I don't think that's, like, that much of a, of a big deal like the simpsons here and i was wondering if you think it is because the simpsons insult the americans too much
0: no well i i think well, it depends on the era if you're talking like i would even say even up to the first 12 maybe the first 12 years of the simpsons cuz it's old now what is it 30 yeah, 31 years 30 31 yeah. yeah the first 12 were absolutely like the height of pop culture in the u.s like those first uh and then you know it started to kind of fade off uh, a little bit but yeah those those um i would say it more specifically like maybe even seasons like three through ten where like everybody knew the jokes everybody you could do it. but i'd be curious this is a really curious thing of like those kind of bits that became culturally popular. I wonder if they're different, because there were bits that like people did in the U.S. or, or like jokes that people would make from certain episodes. But I'm wondering which ones stuck mm. um, over the translations, because they're probably different. Because you said that the one about uh, Millhouse, and I'm trying to think like. I don't even know if I remember I,
1: I don't, I don't think, well, that's definitely like one of the newest episodes, like it's not that old. So like, that's why, but I know that there's one, for example, that there's a joke in English that doesn't make sense at all in Spanish. And, and it was kind of rough yeah. to see the translation because I saw the, the translation into Spanish and it was awful. It was like Homer going on a map and pointing to Uruguay and saying, look at this name, March. you are gay. And yeah. and it, it, it doesn't make sense. In, in Spanish, no. it's like, you are, like, tu eres guay, they translated, which yeah. guay, it's like, cool. It switched completely the meaning of the joke. And, and, and you don't have that, like, and it's pointing on the map so it's graphically there you cannot switch the joke um
0: yeah yeah well and yeah it's 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 one of those this like that's really hard in the translations the play on words yeah. right cuz cuz that's the 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 whole joke um i think the perfect example here here's the thing this always happens of like did i already talk about this on an episode 2 years ago i don't know cuz i don't remember them at all but if i did fuck it mm-hmm. um uh, there's, there's an, I've watched, uh, now a pretty good amount of South Park dubbed in Spanish mm-hmm. also, uh, because it's been a great like thing for me to just practice my Spanish as listening to it. Um, cause I already know the story of the show, so it helps, but there are some jokes where like basically the, the, the main joke of the whole episode uh, there are some where it just doesn't work, and yeah. it makes the episode make no sense. And the perfect example is there's is, uh, there's an episode, it's an old one, where before Jared from Subway got canceled and, uh, and arrested for being a pedophile, you know uh, who I'm talking about? Jared from Subway? No idea. Oh, okay. Well, in the, in the U.S., uh, for years, the spokesperson for Subway was this guy named Jared who apparently uh was this huge fat guy uh and lost a bunch of weight eating Subway sandwiches because they're healthy and so and he would always on the so he was in the commercials all the time of like eating healthy eating fresh and he would always hold up his old pants like I was a big fat guy and now I'm like and he was like their spokesperson for like 10 years I think um but then it found out that he was literally a pedophile and then he got arrested and he's in jail um, right now. That's true. Sorry for the spoiler alert on that. Um,
1: Trigger warning.
0: (laughs) But uh, so when that was happening, South Park made an episode making fun of him before any of the pedophile shit. They were just making fun of him uh, as the spokesperson of Subway. So he was doing like these big announcements of like, I'm trying to get everyone to be healthy and lose weight. And uh, so everybody, you know, when he's doing his press conference, the press is saying, what is your secret, Jared? What is your secret? And he would always just so I would do it with patience, diet, exercise, and I have AIDS. (laughs) And and people would laugh like, what? (laughs) You have AIDS? And like everybody's going, oh my god. Oh my god, what is he telling the children? Like, it's, it goes on for, like, a long time. That this is blowing up, and they're like, what are you talking, and he's like, what's the big deal? I'm just trying to say to be healthy and be safe. It's, it's not for everybody, but for me, I have AIDS. And like, and everybody said, what the fuck? Oh my God. (laughs) And it just keeps building and building, building until it comes out that he gets off stage after getting like booed everybody. Boo, boo. Because he's telling everyone uh, the way to lose weight is to have have AIDS. AIDS. He walks into his back room out of the stage and two guys walk in. And they're like, what's the problem, Jared? And he's like, I don't understand. They got mad at me for telling me to lose weight to have AIDS. I mean, that's why I hire the, you two as my AIDS to help me. <laughs> to, to help me keep my diet and exercise. When you help me out, is, thank you for being my AIDS. And I don't understand why they're so upset. And that's the joke of the whole episode. Like, it's just, they keep regurgitating it over. But when you watch it in Spanish, it he sense. says, uh, tengo HIV. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what?
1: Yeah. What? So how do they do from HIV to to like helpers? Like, do they how do they, they, don't. they don't? There's no
0: way. There's no way to get there. Like, there's no way to get there. So the, the, the whole joke is just gone. It's just a weird episode that makes no sense.
1: Wow. That's amazing. I mean, there's no way to do it. I, I wonder, like, I know, for example, in like current times for like movies like uh, Shrek, for example, the translations on like what they do is they even switch the, the animation on the, on the like signs and things yeah, yeah, to yeah. have it in the language that they're dubbing in. Uh, so like kids will feel that the movie was never in another language. Which is kind of interesting. Like you talk to to a kid that like only watch like movies in Spanish, and they will never even doubt that that movie was made in Spanish. Um, Yeah. Right. I wonder like when did they actually start doing that? If they ever did, like to like just switch completely the theme of a of a like a joke or like the dubbing to a completely different thing. Uh, like, let's say, instead of saying HIV, he could just say, like, I have, like, and then insert another joke that makes sense in, in Spanish. But it's, it's really bizarre to, to, to even have to think about those kind of things. Like, you have to think about the connotations of, like, a thing. For The Simpsons, for example, I hate, I absolutely hate Marge's voice. Like, she uh, is... In which? In English. In, in English. Oh, okay, okay. In Spanish, is not that bad. And I've actually, I've, I've listened, I've actually seen a couple of episodes of it in, in Portuguese. And um, Marge's voice in Portuguese is annoying as it is in English. So I okay. think that they kind of like got the point that they wanted the character to be annoying the way they wanted to be yeah. in English. But in Spanish, she's like, she's just like a normal voice. And, and it loses all the power of the annoyance of of her voice right mm-hmm. um i wonder how many like shows they have to like switch those kind of things and, and everything like that like i mean we do know like for example yeah. Ball z like the the, oh, the yelling the, the yelling yeah. in in japanese and the yelling in spanish and the yelling in english is different which is bizarre
0: yeah. way <laughs> different <laughs> yeah, well and 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 a really bad uh example is uh in in South Park uh in the Spanish one the voice of there's a character called Butters uh mm-hmm. and his his voice is he in English he has a really weird voice. Like mm-hmm. he's supposed to be really like nasally and kind of annoying but cute little kid. He's like, "That's me." You know, okay. like they'll say, "That's Butters, that's me." Um but then when they do it in Spanish uh again my accent recognition is terrible but it sounds almost like a really nasally kind of Mexican accent okay where um. th- that's how he talks and i i and again i know they're trying to make those choices based on like trying to make a cultural joke shift over but then when i'm just watching it as a white english gringo uh it, Listening to it in Spanish I'm like Oh it's not the same You know It doesn't have the same Sort of Effect I will Um, say
1: That saying Like Soy un hijo de puta Matea Kenny It sounds a lot better Than (laughs) It sounds in English
0: Well, that's a well, that's a big thing. Uh, that that's that's like one of the big sayings from like the old South Park episode that was like the joke that everyone said all the time. Like, oh my God, you killed Kenny, you bastard! Like, that's the that's oh, the, it says you, you the bastard big... in English. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 shit! Yeah. So they they
1: translate it to a lot harsher in Spanish. Yeah. Because they say they say hijo de puta, which means like son of a whore. Like yeah. it, it's a lot stronger.
0: Yeah. No, the English one is uh, you kill Kenny and then it's always you know the one kid you kill Kenny and then the other kid you bastard that is the joke because you can't say son of a whore on TV (laughs) in the US (laughs) (laughs) you can barely say bastard at that time when that show came out
1: oh yeah oh and another thing which I love uh, uh, it's um, the Powerpuff girls
0: Okay. Oh, my sister watched that show. Okay. Boom. Roasted.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I would watch it if it was out right now. Like, it's a good show. So in Spanish, the, the formula that they use to make the Powerproof curls, it's mm-hmm. actually, it's, um, you know, in English, it's sugar, flowers, and everything. No, no, it's sugar. Sugar, spice. Sugar, spice, and everything nice. In Spanish, yeah. it's azúcar, flores, y muchos colores. Oh, okay. Right? So said sugar, flowers, and lots of colors, um, mm. which which doesn't translate, but it, it translates with the melodic like thing of like like a, like a um, yeah. It's a poem, Cause, right? Because that's a saying. That, <laughs> yeah. That's a
0: common saying in English. The sugar, spice, and everything nice is a yeah. is a,
1: yeah. And they actually created that's... that in Spanish because like we don't have a saying like that. They kind of like Culturally They, they introduce that as a, as a Like a thing And if you say now Azúcar flores Everyone will say Y muchos colores But that's mm-hmm. Just from the Pop of Girls And another thing Is the translation From Mojo Jojo In Spanish It's yeah. The name It's Mojo Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> that that's fantastic oh my god moho ho
0: ho yeah
1: and, it, and like i i remember like everyone that i told them that had the same <laughs> reaction so i didn't i didn't like say anything before i just told you because i love that oh reaction. oh my god <laughs> like english <English-speaking laughs> makes so much con- sense english speaking people when they hear moho ho ho it's like <laughs> they all die
0: and it's it's, it's it, awesome it's well, it's funny. And also, it also jo- doesn't seem as menacing because he was supposed to be a very menacing yeah. enemy. Mojo Jojo. Yeah. You know? And then mojo. In
1: Spanish, it sounds like it just... And, and to mojar in Spanish is to wet. So right, it kind of like even loses even more power because it's like mojo. And then like the jojo could be like even the laughter. So it's kind of like mojo, right? Like just like... It loses all the power, but it's amazing. It's amazing. It, it loses. It, yeah,
0: it does lose a lot of power. It almost is like trying to like set me up for jokes to use for a call back from another episode. Uh, Allá. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Allá <ya> está mojando. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Okay. Ah, oh, okay. And then one thing that I figured out, like going through again through this like Twitter account that I like that makes list of things and everything. Uh, I see, oh
0: right, which you shouted him out. Yeah, uh, and 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 he. I saw it. he listened to the episode, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: he said he listened and he didn't like the part that you speak about Esperanto and everything. So I, I, I don't know. I feel happy. I th- that's amazing. I was, I was blown away. I was,
0: <laughs> that that uh, I, it was I I felt a little like uh, I'm fanning my face here, like oh my god. <laughs> yeah. He listened
1: absolutely. So one of the things that I realized by by checking that thread and everything is that a lot like a lot of the the like Spanish-speaking countries, they they have this little obsession with MacGyver, as like, uh, oh, the old TV show. Yes, and that's a thing. It it never became a big thing in the U.S. or like uh, as big as a thing as it was for for like. The, I will say the South Americans, but like this person was even like from Spain and they're saying they have sayings and things related to MacGyver, like saying like uh, feeling happier than MacGyver on a hardware store, um, <laughs> right? Like and things like yeah. that. And then in Paraguay, they have this thing that whenever they want to say like, whenever like someone's telling them a story that sounds like unrealistic or like exaggerated, they'll say like, oh, listen to MacGyver over there. Right? Mm. They use it in a way as, like, kind of like, we kind of see through your bullshit that, like, it's not possible for you to do all that.
0: Um, that is fascinating, because it's it's also used in English, but in a different context. Oh,
1: yeah? Like, what do you mean, yeah. like, the MacGyver so, thing?
0: Yeah. so So, that's really interesting. So, you're saying, like, it's a way to, like, call someone on their bullshit. I guess there's a little bit of that. Like if you're being sarcastic, someone might say like "Okay, MacGyver." Um, <laughs> but the 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 most common use uh, that I hear, you know, in in English, is the the sort of opposite. It's almost like a joke about because in um, I think in American culture, at least now in the more modern culture, back in the day, t- everybody loved that show it was a really popular show in its time but now we look at it a bit with like a joke because it's ridiculous you know like he's gonna make a bomb out of nothing in a room and blah 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 blah. um so it's it's kind of become a very self-aware joke so people use it as a bit of like a joke on themselves in a saying they're like so uh, my car wouldn't start So I had to like Get this and get this And I MacGyvered it That's uh, what they'll say Like uh, So you're it's talking like about Like doing... the
1: resourcefulness Of like Fixing something
0: Yes Yes So like uh, I couldn't I couldn't get um, Or The Uh, the recipe, I didn't have all the ingredients, so I MacGyvered it together using a little bit of this and that, and I made it work, you know, it's kind of just like, I know what I did was bullshit, but I pulled, I pulled through, I made it it, it something functional.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and and for us, it's like, because that's our day-to-day in South America, so we don't feel that special, it's just like, if you don't (laughs) fix it... I think I accomplished my mission here. I saw you drinking. Oh. I was like, I'm gonna do <laughs> a
0: joke. You son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, and, and that's the problem. Is it always? Dep- you know, when you're when you're doing like a sip, and then somebody you know makes a joke to tr- like fuck with you while you're doing it. What drink you have in your mouth really affects how rough that is. Oh yeah, If it's, right? if it's fizzy, it's worse. Exactly, which I am drinking a fizzy fucking drink, and so it just like bubbles in my goddamn sinuses.
1: Oh. I may or may not know that. That's why I did it. Okay, so no, what I was going to say actually, for real, is like like back home, um, MacGyver yeah. was always seen as an exaggerated character, and it was kind of like the beginning of that like um, that like whole like culture of like looking at Hollywood as like such a fantastic thing, like, and not a real thing, not even the action movies that were planning on being realistic. Like, I feel like the rest of the world looks at Hollywood and and especially from the time of like MacGyver and everything. And they're kind of like, yeah, we see through your bullshit. Like there's no way a human being can do that. And MacGyver was kind of like what opened everyone's eyes being be like, yeah, there's no way someone can make a bomb with a banana and two matches and a wire, a metal wire. Like, it's unrealistic and so for, for I think that's why it became a big thing. The same thing that I believe with The Simpsons it happens is that uh, for South Americans especially, theres there's kind of like a, like a hatred towards like the US that the Simpsons kind of like joins that hatred, joins that like uh, like talking shit about the US itself. Uh, So that's why it's such a big deal for for them over there. Oh, okay. It's kind of like we see a, a dumb family guy taking out the whole family guy show, right? But like Homer being like drunk and useless and and like all of these things and then Bart being such a rebel and not being able to get educated and like all of these things. And also it's kind of like empowering in a lot of sense with like the characters of like Lisa being the one that everyone's looking forward to see like how she grows. And that's what the Simpsons do also. They never actually show you what their future is, but you're kind of always expecting, like, like there's one episode, I believe, that they show, like, Lisa being the president and then Bart being, like, an artist or something like that and, like, failing at it even and things like that. So I feel like those are the reasons why they they are such a big thing. It's kind of like a, a, like, more of, like, a political statement than anything else.
0: That's, that's interesting because I've, um... I think, again, you know, I'm only speaking from my own perspective, but I feel like part of the reason for the popularity and the success of The Simpsons was for a similar reason, but a different shift in perspective in that it wasn't making fun of like, oh, yeah, those fucking Americans, because we are Americans. It was, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. Like I, I've seen that guy. He's an asshole. Or like, oh, I've run into a kid who's kind of like Bart. Or like, oh yeah, I've met uh, a woman before that talks just like Marge. And you know, like, or like the boss, Mr. Burns, who's a dick. Who like is just in. Uh, it, it was, it was one of those shows where like you saw qualities of people where you thought, I know that person. I, I've, I've run into them. I've interacted with them. It's a, uh, it's a thing. So that's it's really interesting because it, it's also that's like a little bit of self, self loathing in mm-hmm. that way. But through comedy of like, oh yeah, isn't that person an asshole? Like asshole. we're we're and and but we're on the same side of it. Of like, yeah, they are, they are. <laughs> and and they and isn't that isn't that stupid? Um, talking about old Simpsons, I it just popped into my head. Um, one of the podcasts that I listen to, um, which I actually don't listen to that many, to be to be honest, there's just a, there's just kind of a handful that are like my consistent. There are some that I'll do like an episode here and there if I feel like it. Um, but one of those that has become consistent is actually Conan's book podcast Conan O'Brien the late night host guy okay, okay. Uh, he has one now. I thought you
1: were talking about like the 70s show I was like Conan <laughs> no, they no, have no no, no. <laughs> uh,
0: the the late night host guy because I've always liked it I've always liked his sense of humor mm-hmm. and so I thought I'll probably enjoy his thing because he's always in like these tight knit like you see him in these two to maybe five minute segments wouldn't it be great to just like see him fucking around or or listen to him, uh, fucking around and having fun, and uh, I always forget that and maybe you don't know this that. One of his early jobs was a writer on The Simpsons.
1: Yeah, I, I did know that, but that's also because of an, like another uh, podcast that I listened to.
0: <laughs> we get all our information just from podcasts, so, and then we talk the way, about that on our podcast. Uh, I
1: didn't double check it, so I don't know if both of our sources are wrong. Like we might be like spreading fake news.
0: No, well he he claims <laughs> it, he and he it. has the writing credit. Um But one of the I think, and I'm curious, I'm curious, I've never watched this episode in Spanish, so I'm curious if it has the same sort of thing, but one of the most like legendary, classic old episodes of The Simpsons is the monorail. Oh, yeah, it does. It does. Okay. And the thing, there's sort of like this legendary story that um, when people got hired to be writers for the Simpsons, what they had to do is go and basically have a pitch meeting where they sit down with the creator and, you know, a few of those like people and they pitch storylines of what I would, uh, like to do for the Simpsons. And apparently at that time, like in those, after the first like one or two years and when it was like blowing up, like the most popular show ever in the U S, um, When the writers would come in to do it, even if they were on staff, the thing is, is they got to, uh, the rules were they could pitch three stories in their meeting and then whichever ones they chose, if you got, if you got your stories chosen, then you could write the episode and make it happen. Okay. And uh, the story at the time was that every writer would go in and they would pitch three and almost every writer would get one chosen. Out of their three ideas, they'd choose one. Maybe you'd get two of your three ideas. But the the sort of legend as it goes is that um, Conan went in for his very first one, Mm -hmm. and he pitched three ideas, and they took all three, and one of them was the monorail. That that was one of his first ideas is he was just like, I wanna do this thing. The crazy traveling salesman who comes in and scans the town, big musical number, monorail, and they just went, Yes, just do it. And uh it's it's honestly like I can hear the song in my head right now. Yep, yeah. As I'm as I'm talking about it with you. It's so great. But anyway, so like that like just that kind of like mind for being so sharp and so quick it's something that I've loved about um, I do I, I highly recommend yeah his podcast and also he, he he does something a little different rather than having like the typical co-hosts or whatever he does mostly celebrity interviews but they're mo- most of the time it's just comedians that yeah. he's just which only
1: heard. someone like him could do because he has all the context in all the world and like everyone yeah, exactly. would want to be with him like it's just like yeah <laughs> of course yeah <laughs> I mean, let's 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 invite someone Uh, Let's see, let me see, uh, Mel Gibson? No, 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 someone uh, more funny (laughs) Uh, I don't know Uh, Yeah, Yeah. Quentin Tarantino, no, 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 too too crazy, too crazy
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course, like, he has all that influence But then, if you think about the, like, celebrities accepting Because I'm sure they're asked all the time Of all the billions of podcasts If you think about who you're going to hang out with Who's going to, like, not be an asshole to you Just have fun and just hang out It's going to be Conan That's just the like Absolutely his, I mean I want to
1: Hang out with him I just want to Grill something for him And just have a chat <laughs> like, uh, Listen If you're listening To this uh, Mr. Conan I will grill The best burgers That you ever had In your life Just come meet me I love you <laughs>
0: We just said that Autofocusshow.com Um <laughs> But uh oh but the one one thing that I I really do love is that um he has uh, his personal assistant be one of the like pseudo co-hosts so she works for him and is like under that power dynamic and he just shits on his staff like. The like before because they do like sort of a segment before the interview, then it's the interview and then after those before and afters are my favorite part of the show. Sometimes I don't give a shit about the interviews because it's just him either attacking his assistant or the producer of the show and just shitting on everything they do and say in the funniest way. And it's it's so fun for me uh, because he also, you know, he has a way about going uh, where you absolutely know that he's kidding There's nothing in it, but he's just so quick and so sharp in in the ways he comes up with how to just fuck with them that I love it. So highly recommend. This has been Nick's Recommendation Corner. (laughs) I needed a theme music for that.
1: Yeah, you, we, we actually we actually need to, the, like, the drop the bomb, like, sound and everything. Like, what wh- is it? Like, where is it, man? Like, you, Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa. You whoa. just, like, don't care about brown person number two? You're just, like, uh, only with brown person number one, you are, like, good enough to put, like, sound effects and things. Am I not worthy of your... Did I not pass the trial yet? Like, come on, man. We're, like, on episode three no, already not yet. not yet? Okay. Uh, I guess I'll have to suck
0: your Maybe dick. Maybe next week. What? Is you that how do. it do. Okay. And then I'll think about it.
1: <laughs> oh, man. You, like, your power really went to your head. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I should go and do some head. What?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Put the power to my head. <laughs>
1: Woo! So, uh, I teased something last episode and I have ready...
0: I don't remember.
1: Yeah, no, you're drunk. It's okay.
0: <laughs> That's not why I
1: don't remember. No, you 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 really don't remember either way, so we were talking about broken bones and then I told you I had a good broken bone story and I really want our listeners to write to us if they have any cool stories about them or someone else like getting into an accident, like breaking a bone in a really stupid way. Like the one that I'm gonna tell it's like it's really dumb and please do not do these at home. (laughs) Okay, so this is what happened. We were uh, with most of the people that are right now on that WhatsApp group that we play video games together. We were all together at someone's apartment in Argentina. And yes, alcohol was all over the place and everyone was kind of tipsy. Um, The night began with uh, playing darts on a balcony. And whoever was the farthest on the dartboard, like the farthest from the bullseye, we don't even care about the points or anything, but the farthest from the bullseye will take a shot.
0: And Jesus.
1: <laughs> I got to a point
0: that people are even missing the whole, like the whole thing. And yeah, because if you're already not good at darts, you're just going to get worse. Exactly,
1: And then we almost killed an old lady that was walking by the place and the, oh do- the dart fell. But that's not even the story. The dart fell from the balcony and almost hit the lady. And like we were like, okay, I think we should stop. So we go inside. And out of nowhere, I say this, which now I don't regret because it ended up having like one of the best reactions ever. But in the moment, I was like, oh shit, why did I say it? I told my my friends, like, do you know, I have never been punched in my face.
0: Oh, what? No, no. Oh, yeah. This is where there's, like, in the TV show, there's a freeze frame, boom, and then the voiceover. And that's where I fucked up.
1: (laughs) That was absolutely what happened. So between these people, um, one of them, it's a world champion taekwondo fighter. Um oh, And he's God. like, I'll do it. And I'm like, fuck you. You're not going to do it. Uh, so I was just like, anyone but Tommy can do it. All right. And then Fabio, shout out to Fabio. He's like, I'm going to do it. I'm like, I look at him like, mm, yeah, you can do it. And then it was kind of funny because the, the, the power structure kind of shift. When I was the one allowing him to do it started being terrified he looked at me and he's like "But well, you're not going to retaliate right uh, and, and I'm like no, no no man I'm asking you to do it why would I retaliate if I'm telling you to do it I'm like I'm, I'm just trying to be sure here you're not going to be angry at me or anything like that I'm like no bro it's all good like just like and then I told him like not in the eye not in my jaw uh, and you can go ahead and just punch me so what happens is everyone takes their phone out and start recording. <laughs> and, yeah. and then um, my friend just like straight out like punches me in the face like, re- like it was kind of like he he didn't prepare that much because he was afraid I was actually gonna react. I don't know why, okay. even though I kept on insisting, telling him that I wasn't gonna do anything, he kinda like just made a, like made a fist and punched me. And I was like, wow, Like it was like all crazy, and everyone was like, I think he was like uh, shaking his head, like it hurt him, and I was like, oh my god, my face hurts a little, and we're like, alright, let's go clubbing. So.
0: <laughs> of course, that's the natural next step, like, uh, you've already been fisted, now let's go clubbing.
1: So then like, oh, no, no, let's go have dinner first and everything. We're like, okay, let's get out of this place. I don't care. Let's get out. Like, the, the energy was, like, way too much for that, like, little apartment. We're like, let's go. Let's go. Okay. We all get into the elevator. And then my friend, like, looks at his hands and his hand. And then he looks at it and he's like, what is this? And he presses on the top of his hand. And you hear
0: crunch. Fuck you. Stop. And, and, and he's like I think I broke my head. No
1: <laughs> And we all look at him like, you should, no. you, And like the, the, the thinking part of it Like it shouldn't be there Like you broke your hand but, no. but then Three out of the five people were like, no, 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 I'm not sure if it's broken or not. Let's go have dinner. So (laughs) we go have dinner (laughs) with him. Like, he wasn't in pain. So we're like, okay, if he keeps on getting swollen or or something, we'll take you to the emergency room. But for now, let's go have dinner. So we go to this, like, fast food place, get food. We're sitting down eating. And as we're eating, his head is getting swollen. And... Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, but like we're still gonna go party. So one of us take him to the ER. Let's deal with these, and the rest of us we're gonna go clubbing. So we end up going clubbing, and then like about an hour after, he shows up to to the to the club with like uh, not without a cast, just like. Uh, like a piece of cloth around his neck and his arm just like like hold like against his chest he's like in, he's
0: in a sling
1: he's in a sling right and, and but then he doesn't have anything and then we're like what happened i was like oh yeah i broke it but they didn't have the the materials to make the cast so um i had to take decent inflammatories and then tomorrow i'll go and they'll do it uh, Jesus. So we we're like, okay, so you cannot drink. I was like, yeah, no. he's like, yeah, no, like, you know what? I'm gonna drink and then tomorrow I'll drink it and the day after tomorrow like the, the the day after tomorrow I'll go to the ER and, and do the thing. So I'm just gonna drink tonight.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. And the rest I, of the already. night
1: he's opening was like he will get into a group of girls and the girls will be like, Oh my god, what happened to you? And he'll just point at me and he will be like, I punched him in the face. And then I'll I'll get into into the thing like yep he punched me in the face and then he broke his hand and and we have this expression back home that's like when someone it's like really uh, bold they say you have a, like a, a cara de palo which means like a um, a log face like a like a like a hard log like hardwood face. Right, which does okay. not translate way in English, <laughs> right? Hard, long, hard, um, stick, whatever you say. You're a like, dick <laughs> face. You're a dick <laughs> face. It's a completely different thing. But so I say like, yeah, that's how hard my face is. <laughs> Uh, And then we'll just start chatting with the girls. And it was, like, such a good, like, opener. But And and then he had to lie to his mom about what happened. Like, what the fuck did you tell your mom? I, I, like, stupidly punched my friend in the face and broke my own hand. He's like, no, "No, I, like, missed a step on my friend's place and then fell into my hand. Like, he made this whole story. I don't think she, up to, like, today she knows exactly what happened. (laughs)
0: Listen, Ma, I was just trying to take... You know, the donation of food over to the local church over there. And as I was going along, there was a really nice lady that had tripped and fall down. So I was like, hey, really nice lady. Let me try, let me put down my donation of food for the church and help you. I'll lay down my coat for her. And as I reached down to lay down my coat, a snake traveled across my foot, which made me jump inside of the air, Ma. I was flying high. And as I came down, I landed straight on my knuckles, and I heard the, the, I heard those bones shatter. But did I go to the hospital, Ma? No, no, no ma. I did not go to the hospital. I helped, I, help I, that, lady. I, I helped that lady up. I got her on her feet and on her way. I said, thank you, ma'am. I picked up that box of food with my broken hand and I delivered it to the church and the priest gave me a blessing. That is the kind of son you raised, ma. That is the kind of person I am.
1: I think- You're not that off From what he said He did I know that I remember (laughs) It wasn't that big of a thing But I did remember That he told her That he broke his hand While he was doing laundry for the family <laughs> oh for the family yeah. not for himself not, not for, for like himself the whole family's laundry <laughs> and he didn't have to do it his mom would be the one that will always do it so he's like i was trying to help and then like i, I like misstep this thing with like the whole basket of clothing and thing and then i fell my hair <laughs> <laughs> So he was trying to get some brownie points, and then, I mean, it's so bad, it's so bad, but it was such a good night, and the other day, they shared, like, a a, a video of that night, it wasn't a video of him punching me, but it was the ending of that night, um, Someone, someone, like they were so drunk, and someone was like so out of it that they choose like another guy just punch him in the in the in the chest, (laughs) out of nowhere because they were all drunk. And then the guy that got punched, he's like, "Oh my god, what was that? It felt like a rocket in my chest." (laughs) A rocket.
0: A rocket. I don't know. My friends are weird. Oh Uh, my god. That's insane. That's insane. What a And also I think it's funny the the parallel in the two stories of like me breaking my nose and your friend breaking your hand. Neither one of us were like no. I'm done for the day. We are both like, no, I'm going to dinner. We literally both responded with, no, I'm going to dinner. And that is what reminded find- me of it. That's
1: what I was saying, like, it's just like, I think we forced him into going to dinner. I, I want to be 100% sincere here. I don't think he would have gone to dinner if it wasn't for like nine out of 10 people, the 10th one being him, uh, saying, let's go have dinner first. He was like, no, I want to go to the yard. I was like, N- you don't have a car. We'll take it you, so fuck you. We're going to go have dinner. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah that, that's, uh, that's, that's pretty insane. <laughs> the weirdest part is that
1: that's not the craziest story of my friends being drunk. Like, well,
0: of course, every, every story that, like, I, I love that. Now, again, you know, we can't go one episode of this show without referencing ICS. Um, but their big thing is like Any story that starts with I was so drunk They just go Boring Because <laughs> uh, like people are just Idiots And then they're, they're just like Listen to how much of an idiot I was Under the most idiotic circumstances mm-hmm. So silly So <laughs> silly <laughs> And I would never partake In anything Like that nature
1: Yeah nothing alcoholic right He says as he's taking a drink
0: Uh, Your honor uh, You have no proof of that Um, You can uh, send your questions To my lawyer
1: (laughs) Oh my god But it's just like I feel like for me it's kind of funny Because most of my life like I was an outsider to, to the stories Like I was part of the group But I was never drunk Or at least Never as intoxicated As they were Um, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like, it was really funny to, to remember what happened most of the times when no one else did. So I could like, and that's like, um, my friends always said, like, I, I was really good at telling them like the whole thing, because for me, it was a narrative that I enjoy doing. You know, it's just like, let me tell you how stupid you were yesterday night. And then I'll explain, right. The whole, the Mm -hmm. whole thing. And, and sometimes it would be like Oh you like Did all of these things And then my friend would be like I remember Thing number one Thing number three And thing number seven But I don't remember Anything in between So <laughs> It kind of gave them A sense of like And sometimes I will even fuck with them I would like Just tell them things That I knew They will remember and then in oh. between, i made up like a bunch of shit. And then like, oh, and yeah. And then you gave your number to this girl, and it's like like someone that I know like was like stalking him or something like that. And like, oh my God, no! What the fuck? I'm like, no, oh, no, nah, 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 I'm joking, man. Like, but I'll never let it go for too long. I don't, I don't like that kind of like thing. Um, yeah,
0: <laughs> just to, just to mess with them. a Just to little mess bit. with them, yeah. <laughs> that's fair no that that's that's fair yeah just enough just enough well that was also me um I uh I don't know if I've said it here or not but I did not ever even like experiment with drinking like at all until I was like 22 I think mm-hmm. so during all of those times where people were doing, dumb things that people do as teenagers and young adults. I was that person. I was the the same. I was just uh watching and could be the one to form the memories for yeah. the next day. And how I chose to share those memories was up to me.
1: Uh, yeah, also oh, yeah, yeah, the, when when cell phones started having cameras, then that was the best thing. Because <laughs> you as the sober one would be the one with the most blackmailing material ever. (laughs) Like...
0: (laughs) Yeah. You're... You're... You are in control of everything that could be uh, remembered because most people aren't going to record it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It was like... I don't know. It's just... It was so much fun. Um, And mind you, like back home you can drink when you are... Like legally you can drink when you are 18. So it is a... completely different dynamic because like you're finishing high school and most of the people can already drink before they finish high school legally. And obviously everyone does it even before that. So by the age of 18, 19, everyone knows already what they like to drink and like how much to drink and how much not to drink. So that, that I think is a big, big difference between any country that allows people to drink legally by the age of 18 and the US, which is, I believe, the only country in the world that is 21. Um, yeah. Is that by the age of 21 and with how hardcore the law here is about it, most of the people go crazy when they start drinking because they feel this whole, like, it's like the elephant foot being lifted from the restriction. And suddenly you have all this energy, all this rage towards alcohol that you want to like just pound tequilas and like things like that. And,
0: and yeah. I find
1: it so ridiculous that like people will be destroyed by midnight. Like,
0: yeah, I think, I th- honestly think, I think it uh, contributes to, um, I think that's why people in the U.S. Uh, when they're underage are uh, binge drinking more, because they're like, hey, I'm here. There's alcohol here. I can't usually keep it around or something like that. I have access to it now. Let me go crazy. Let me just take, it. and uh, there's not the experience of like, I I can do it like in a safe way, casually, whenever mm-hmm. I, I feel like um, doing something like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird. Uh, my country in general is weird about stuff <laughs> like like that. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you because I know like we're we're probably getting close uh, to the end, but I feel like we I w- I wanted to ask you about this, uh, but I know that my wife and I both sent you the same video this week uh, because it made us think of you, <laughs> which was there's a there's a YouTube channel that we both enjoy. Uh, speaking of drinking, that's called how to drink, which is just a guy who is not a, um, a he always, he always used in this thing that he was never a professional bartender. He's just kind of like a drink making enthusiast and has a YouTube channel about experimenting with making custom drinks and trying stuff from around the world and also just making modifications to, to his own taste. Uh, it's just kind of whatever he's interested in. But he made one about a classic from your country, uh, mm-hmm. the fernet and cola, and and Coca. yeah, um, uh, which it was interesting to hear because he talked about, um, I don't know if you watched the whole mm-hmm. video, I did, uh, I did. but him talking about the history of it and how like it caught on in a different way in, in Argentina. Argentina. Yeah. Which is really interesting because I didn't know that in Italy it was considered like more of like a high class like gentleman drink, Uh, while in Argentina it's like let's go to the club, let's Mm -hmm. get. It's it's like one of
1: the cheapest way to get drunk, in Argentina, Um, and and by now it's kind of expensive because both Coca Cola and Fernet like high skyrocketed their price because like inflation and everything but still chosen, like it's still chosen over a lot of other drinks. Um, funny story about that, you know, he mentions for like a second about the whole like uh, Fernet Branca made this other version that has more mint in it. So yes. it, it, it became a big deal in, in Argentina to do like, it was like Fernet Branca with Coca-Cola is the high class like Fernet con Coca. And then you have other brands of Fernet which are lower quality with lower quality colas so it's kind oh. of like you have like the standards of like where in your like social or economic class you are based on what you're drinking but the only Okay one- it,
0: it, so it's like it's like the version of like the gin and tonic absolutely uh, like, yeah. like yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. using like a nice gin and a nice tonic but it's a sliding scale uh, okay, yeah. I, I and and I can't you always understand.
1: kind of you kind of always pair it with like a lower fernet. Will go with a lower soda. You wouldn't waste money with uh, air quotes there for whoever's not looking at me, which is everyone but Nick. Um, <laughs> it's the, you wouldn't waste Coca Cola on a lower quality fernet. Uh, you just like I'm 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 done. I want to get drunk. I'll go with anything. Right. Um, But then for the Fernet that was mixed with the like higher amount of mint, it became a big deal to make it with Sprite instead of Coca-Cola. So it will add the sweetener. It will add the fuzzy, like the bubbly thing and everything, but it would go along with the whole like mint kind of like lemon mint flavor thing and I know like on the video he tries to add like lemon to it and he doesn't like it it's because he's not doing it with the minty one he's doing it with the one that is like the strong one um, another thing that yeah. bothered me a lot is the, the size of the ice cubes on that video they're so big and that's why the foam is not happening and I oh mean, so
0: there should have been more foam
1: there should be like yeah, yeah it's kind of like with beer you know, like, you have to have a layer of foam on top that's kind of, like, what, like, makes it. And the whole point is, like, you do first, like, some fernet and then some coke. And then you top it with a little bit of fernet on top to bring the foam down a little. Um, and then you you mix it. But the thing is, like, the cubes were the size of the whole cup almost. So when he was pouring it, it was almost the same as if you pour over, a uh, like, a spoon, you know, when you let it drip without making the foam. The ice yeah. was doing that at home we even like almost crush the the ice so that like it will like when you pour the the coca cola it will foam it with it and then you oh, like, if you're serving it you will do exactly the same thing that you're doing it with the beer you will tilt the cup to pour it first so that it will make some foam but not too much you do the 45 mm-hmm. degrees and then like you know like the whole thing of like tilting it and bringing it up. i don't know like yeah. if you care about beer but it's the same concept as the beer with the ferment um, and I was telling Chelsea, like the whole thing that he explains about um, like cutting a, a bottle and using the bottle as a cup that it's actually we have a, a funny name for it. We we call it the, the beheaded, the degollado, like okay. because you're chopping the head of the bottle and using the bottle as a cup. In, mm-hmm. And that's like even people like go fancier, like fancier by using their lighter and just burning the edge so that like it will not cut you when you're drinking it. <laughs> like they have this whole technique and everything on how to do it. And it's kind of, it's it really, it's really cool because it's, it's such a, uh, an outside partying environment that Mm -hmm. like people have those like skills to like know how to do this thing of like like burning the edge so like it curdles and then it doesn't cut you and and things like that um or they will have like a whole plastic bottle made into ice right like let's say the old coca-cola bottle that you didn't cut you will ma- you'll put water in it and make ice in your house and then you bring it to like, if it's an outside party, right? Yeah. And then instead of like using a knife to chop the thing, you will just drop the bottle on the floor and with the pressure of the ice, like inside the plastic bottle, it will break into little pieces. It's crazy. And the bottle opens, like it just like crush like it just completely tears from end to end like because of the pressure. And so you can just mm-hmm. like open it with your hand and just get your hand in there. you kind of have like a, like a container to your eyes, but it's all chapter. Okay. Like they have all of these skills based on outside partying, which is, Interesting. is legit. Like, and that's why Christmas and New Year's back home, people party outside after, uh, because it's summer. So after you're with your family and everything, we can talk about, we will talk more about this, um, but it's just like people like go outside and just like stay there and just bring their like lawn chairs and just sit on the middle of an avenue and potty there it, it's kind of it, it's really cool
0: hmm.
1: like culturally it's completely different and it's obviously because it's summer and not winter yeah but yeah. but it's it's a really nice to like to see the difference and i have some pictures of myself there so we can share on our social media next time when we talk Aww. about oh, this <laughs> but then, um <laughs> we are in uh on a meeting here, talking about the next episode. Uh, we're gonna talk about sponsors now. Or we're gonna talk with Ferné Branca uh, to see if <laughs> they can <laughs> see if they can send us something,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like they did to him. Yeah. They sent yeah. they yeah. Say him one. That was nice. Um, yeah, well, I actually think that would be interesting. Is there like a uh, anyone, uh, any listener that, of the show? If there's something like that from where you're from or your family that did something, you know, unique or weird with yeah. a drink or a certain kind of food, write to us. Let us know because uh, that stuff is really interesting to see what people do so differently. Um, that's uh, outoffocusshow.com, out show at Gmail. If you want to write us a little letter, um, the Instagram, the Twitters, the Discords, we've got it all.
1: Yeah, and if you want to mm-hmm. check me out on my social medias, I'm Shamim Tad at on everything, like Twitter, Instagram, like everything on the same account. So you can go ahead. I don't care about my personal life being shared with the world. I am an open book. Uh and
0: you can just reach well look at me. that look at him plugging himself yeah. that's what happened <laughs> a self plug a self plug <laughs> and if you want to get in touch with me go fuck yourself um, <laughs> do it through me at gmail.com
1: hey we should uh, get go? that we
0: should get that before <laughs> I probably someone has it already <laughs> yeah someone probably has that so email uh, go fuck yourself at gmail.com and uh, maybe that'll get to me probably won't. Uh, but until next time We'll see ya. <gasps> bum, but down bum bum Sippin' that frenette and cola.